joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blissful Living. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, your host for today's show. And I want to ask you guys a question. Have you ever thought about what seems to be a new phenomenon, even though it's not, but it's a new phenomenon called EFT or tapping? If you've answered yes, then I have a guest today that is going to enlighten us on that beautiful, beautiful technique that is now coming to the forefront of our society. And my guest today is a doctor of chiropractic medicine who facilitates effective and lasting stress relief through a combination of cutting-edge techniques and tools called the Easy Stress Solution Protocol. Now, her system is a system that balances the body in all aspects allowing not only healing and alignment to occur, but also exuberant vitality. Now, doesn't that sound wonderful? And in regards to the tools that she uses in the system, they're easy to learn and implement. And she has what she calls uh, a rescue kit for those times in our, our days that are extremely challenging or might be more challenging than we're, we would like for them to be. And the guest is just, a fabulous, fabulous, um, fabulous gal um, by the name of Dr. Chris. Now, Dr. Chris, tell us, well, first of all, welcome to the show. Um, now, do you do you use your last name or is it you just go by Dr. Chris or? Well, it's an honor being in your show, Rochelle. Thank you very much. <laughs> and that is a very good question because it's an Italian last name, Giraldini, and many people have challenges uh, pronouncing it just because of the way it's spelled. So right. I say, you know, if you know the Ghirardelli chocolate, it's that close, except that it's better. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I go by Dr. Chris, and that's fine. And if uh, people call me Dr. G, that's fine, too, or Chris is fine, you know. As you know, the letters just indicate that you had some extra training, that's all. <laughs> I.e. that you spent a little bit more money yeah. <laughs> for your knowledge. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Love it. Because I was like, I, you know, I'm looking at everything and I'm like, now does she go by Dr. Chris? I think that because everything I have for me just says Dr. Chris. But I'm like, right. got to have a last name too. So I want to make sure we just got that clear just in case the listeners out there, you know, go to look you up, and, and of course, she spelled Chris. This is actually beautiful because I have a son named, um, this is totally off topic, you guys, just bear with me for a minute, but I have a son named Christopher, and I spell his name uh, kind of like how you spell yours, except for his name starts with a K instead of a C, but I oh, do okay. have the Y in the same spot as yours, so I'm like, uh -huh. oh, I like it already. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is funny. Yeah. Now, listeners, I just want to also tell you, um, the fabulous Dr. Chris has a book that um, 
she has written as well. And we'll we'll give you more information and details about that. But let me just drop the name of the book for you. It's called From Burnt Out to Fired Up. And so that topic alone is enough to pique curiosity as to what we're going to be talking about. Because I know a lot of us suffer from um, burnout at different times in our lives and in you know, it's always nice to have tools in our tool bag, so to speak, that can help us through the times when we're suffering from burnout. So I just want to jump in to, you know, what you do. And particularly, um, I know you utilize EFT. Is that correct? That is correct. It, uh, tapping is a huge part of the work that I do. And uh, I am always looking for easier ways to implement change that are lasting for the patients or clients mm-hmm. and also things that they can do by themselves so that in between appointments they can experience relief because life happens. You know, right. you are in the office and you are in that blissful state and uh, then you walk out. And there is a 24-7 until or more until I see the other person again. And uh, meanwhile, the minute you step out, things happen. Or even while you are uh, on the table being treated, the you know, you have the phone on mute, but the minute the session is over, you look at your phone and you have all these crazy messages. And how do you... Keep yourself centered because it's not about uh, getting out of alignment. It's how do you bring yourself back to it. Right. And because you are going to get out of alignment, you are going to get off center. Life is going to challenge you. In many ways, it's a wonderful thing because you are expanding and you are growing. And uh, I, I often compare that to the seed under the ground. If the seed does not get uh, stretched to the max, a plant will not be born. Right. So uh, it's the same for each one of us, yet the pressure that the seed endures, you know, breaking through the earth or the ground or the soil is pretty intense and the the pressure that we endure as human beings is also very intense, especially at these times of more rapid energy energies going through the planet. So um, it tends to get hairy. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're right. You know, it's it it is um, being in a state of balance that helps us to you know function, you know, optimally. And and even though I may come in your office and I I get back to being balanced the moment I step outside, you know, if I don't have the tools that you give me um, to utilize to help me, then the moment I step outside your office, I could possibly, you know, fall off the cliff, so to speak. So Right, exactly. Or you make a U-turn and come right back in. And that has happened, you right. know. It's like, oh, gosh, it doesn't feel quite right. So um, I talk from my own experience. Everything that I endorse, I have tested on myself first. And there are many wonderful techniques. There are many methods out there. And yet some of them don't resonate with me. 
Okay. And it's not that they are not good. They are. They just don't resonate with me. The same way I prefer some colors or some uh, environment, and you prefer other colors and other environments, it's the same with techniques. And that's one of the reasons I keep looking for different tools to help uh, bring about change that is lasting and that is uh, uh, that can be duplicated by the patient. Right. Right. So. Now, you know, um, we all deal with stress, and it's just it, it's just the way life is. You know, I wish we didn't have the, you know, dreaded S word, so to speak, but, you know, it's just part of life. We all deal with it in, in various ways, and it just, you know, can have a profound effect on our health and wellness. Um, is, it, is it impossible to escape stress? I believe stress is out there, just like air is. It's your choice whether you're going to breathe in stress or not. Right. The same choice that you have as you're going to breathe or not. You may choose that, you know, today I'm going to test and see how long I can be without breathing. And uh, some people uh, make a habit of it because they they have prizes, you know, the people that go underwater and stay underwater for five minutes without breathing and all of that. Right. Like magic tricks and things. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. How much are you going to endure being without air? How long are you going to be endure are you going to endure being under stress? Knowing that the longer you stay under very stressful situations and you don't do anything, the more rapidly your body is going to break down. And that's when the burnout comes in because especially in uh, Western societies, we are driven to keep going no matter what. And our bodies are extremely intelligent machines and you know that you are a health a practitioner too, you know mm-hmm. that our bodies are miraculous. So when the body buckles and says, I'm not moving, it's giving you a very clear message. Right. Something is wrong and I can't continue running on empty. Yet because we have a tendency to live in our heads and we are guided by our thoughts. It's like, I have to do this. I have to finish the document. I have to send it because I have to meet the deadline. Right. You are not integrating your whole body in this decision. Your mind is saying, I have to do it, and your body is saying, no way. So that's when you get the burnout. And it's very interesting, too, that, and you have seen this, Uh, A lot of people are misdiagnosed with thyroid problems when they actually have adrenal failure. Well, let's let's yeah, let's talk. You know, I I, let's talk about that because you know um, I know and you know how uh, stress plays an important factor with regards to our whole body systems and Mm -hmm. um, adrenal crisis or adrenal failure is often overlooked, underdiagnosed. 
and um, could it, it it it's huge. And so I I know I started off kind of you know talking about tapping, and we'll get back into that. But I want I I think it, this is a great opportunity um, for you to educate the listeners about the adrenals um, because I don't I know a lot of people don't know about that and how that affects how we handle stress and how stress affects how our adrenals work as well. So get, go ahead and give us that information. Sure. My pleasure. Uh, well, the thing is, in our current model of work, our current model of uh, lifestyle, especially professional, we have uh, a, a model that's set up for failure. And this is the truth. You wake up in you are invited to drink your coffee and if you have a chance you or a time you get grab a pastry and off you go mind you i like coffee and i drink coffee too however i know how to do it i i think that coffee gets a bad rap overall but if you balance coffee with protein every time you have it then you minimize or even neutralize the the effect that coffee has on blood sugar balance. Mm-hmm. So the problem is um, basically threefold. First, you are not eating the proper things. You are getting coffee as a stimulant and you are combining it with sugar. So sugar raises your, uh, or the pastry will break down into sugar. It will spike the blood sugar. Then you have to have extra insulin to come and level it off, and then you drink coffee, and that lowers your blood sugar even more. And then, of course, when that happens, you are de-energized. So you need to do it again to continue the cycle. And so you are invited to eat at your desk because you have to meet the deadline. And many times your uh, lunch choice is not the best. And you eat carbohydrates, pasta, or whatever, which gives you a boost of energy for two or three hours. By 3 p.m., these are the two times, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m., People are screaming for more energy. Mm-hmm. And there are several reasons. You are not drinking enough water in general, and water carries energy in the body. So then you drink coffee, and then you have the simple carbs. So the whole scenario is backwards. Right. It's counterproductive. And it's just astonishing to me that... We don't have more people having adrenal failure than we actually do. Granted, we do have a large number of people that started feeling like very tired. They don't know. They get irritable, of course, because now their moods are um, affected by the blood sugar changes, the sudden changes. And then you have extra cortisol, and that starts affecting uh, weight, uh, um, weight around the waistline, 
because that's where the fat gets deposited. I mean, it's a whole cycle. Right. And then, of course, because they're so pressured with everything, they can't sleep at night. So um, how do you reverse this? You know, you start taking baby steps, smaller proteins with a little bit of smaller meals with a little bit of protein in each one of them throughout the day. It's counterintuitive, but more and more people are adopting this right. to keep the blood sugar leveled. As long as the blood sugar is leveled with good nourishing foods, you have no need for extra coffee. You, you are happy with one cup in the morning, right? right. If you drink coffee. And just add the protein, smaller meals, drink half of your weight in ounces of water. And if your meridians are balanced, if your bladder meridian and kidney meridian are balanced, you are not going to go to the bathroom as often because the water is going to be retained in the body. You only go to frequent bathroom trips if you are demineralized and if the energy on the meridians mm -hmm. is off and that's where tapping comes in because then you can address these meridians as you tap and uh, because I don't keep track of which meridian is where it's just too much work that's only uh, applicable for acupuncturists I just tap on several points uh -huh. because it's faster that way. It just takes, you know, three or four or five light tapping with the uh, fingertips on each point around the eye area and on the collarbone and on the wrist. Okay, so, so wait, that's not, I don't even want to get into tap because I want to do a whole little you oh, know, okay. Yeah. So I, I and I know where you're going. It's just it's fabulous. But I want to do a whole little, just like educational segment of um sure. of that. So I'm kind of like I'm building up to a big crescendo. So this. Oh, great. Yeah. So um so just for the listeners out there, I, I hope you guys are understanding what she's saying with regards to your adrenals um in your body and how keeping the blood sugar regulated really helps to, um, first of all, not have that excess cortisol, that excess stress hormone that causes so much damage in our bodies. I mean, it's mm -hmm. good for when we need it, mm -hmm. but it also causes a lot of damage when we have too much of it and we're constantly operating in that, you know, that kind of stress level that we're just emitting this cortisol. Uh, you know, you get the belly fat and all that. But I'm hoping you guys understand what she's trying to explain to you here is just by keeping your blood sugars balanced throughout the day, the small meals, the, the you know, the smaller meals with the protein um, is really going to help be more sustainable for your energy level and keeping your blood sugar regulated. And then you won't have that need to reach for that cup of coffee or that, you know, two-pound chocolate bar or even a little chocolate bar, whatever it is that you mm -hmm. utilize to that you utilize to help you bring your energy back up, but then you slowly begin to crash shortly after. Um, now, you know, there's this, this funny little thing in our brain called the am, amygdala. I, I always have a, that's a tongue twister for me. Amygdala. Amygdala. Yeah, you, you got it. <laughs> and that's that little walnut part of our brain that, um, 
that helps monitor so much. It's our survival monitoring, you know, aspect of our brain. Can you just explain what happens like when we're operating in, you know, these stress levels and we're reaching for or we're feeling we need that additional energy and we may be suffering from, you know, uh, pre-adrenal burnout that we don't even know about. Can you just explain to us how the amygdala um, kicks in and, and what, what it does for us? Sure, sure. And I'm so glad you asked because uh, something that I mentioned to you for, uh, forgot to mention a little earlier is adrenal burnout is not detectable in a blood test because I went there. I had adrenal burnout. And all my my blood tests came back normal. That's, and I was like, how true. is this possible? Yeah. I feel like you know what. And I drag myself out of bed every morning. Even if I sleep 10 hours, I still wake up as if I had slept three hours. Mm-hmm. I can't function and my blood tests are normal. And... It took me going through college, chiropractic college, to understand that blood tests and all tests that we have nowadays are uh, very, um, they're not sensitive enough. So when you have adrenal burnout, you have a subclinical condition, and that's why it does not show on exams. Oh, okay. So, and that's because it's a much more subtle energy. Right. That needs to be addressed. And going back to the amygdala, the job of the amygdala is to look out around us for signs of danger and tell us this is a safe situation or this is not a safe situation. And, of course, it's uh, an evolution from the reptilian brain. And... It worked really, really well when we were hunting because we had to look at the environment to see if there were potential threats to our life. And if not, then we could go ahead and hunt. However, at that time, when the threat was over, that signal would stop. What happens in modern-day living is that the threats are constantly there. They're perceived threats. They're not exactly real, but we perceive them as real. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially with all the news about doom and gloom and all the things that are about to go wrong, and uh, It's a constant state of alertness, and there is no downtime. And this alertness is promoted by the amygdala. It's telling us danger, 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 danger. And it keeps on this loop forever. There is no downtime, and therefore when the signal of danger kicks in, the adrenals are invited to release cortisol. And the amygdala keeps telling the adrenals, we are still in danger. And the adrenals say, okay, more cortisol. And then they ask again, are, are we off? Is, is the situation okay now? The amygdala says, no, we are still in danger. Okay, more cortisol is produced. And this is what the problem is. And that's what exhausts, exhausts the adrenals. 
and causes all the cascade of events with eventual muscle breakdown. It's pretty serious. It's a very serious condition. And also with all this cortisol floating and the cells becoming um, uh, immune to receiving cortisol, then we have problems with diabetes, you know, and it's, it's a whole set of situations that can be reversed so easily. Wow. So uh, that thanks for that background with regards to, um, you know, first of all, the blood test mm-hmm. um, and how, you know, when you go to your doctor, you have to be pretty specific because sometimes they take a lot of blood and people think that they're checking all kind of stuff. And it's really specific as to what the doctor is right. looking for. And they're not necessarily looking for anything or any problems with the adrenals. So thank you for giving that information. And then also thank you for explaining the process or the purpose of the amygdala because I, you know, people hear about these things and they don't really know or they may forget. And so I'd like to, you know, if I can educate as best I can with regards to to that kind of stuff. That's very important for us to understand, you know, so we can know how better how to handle our stresses or, or how we may be feeling. It might be, you know, just a little, uh, precursor to what we should maybe go to the doctor and have them explore with us. So so that's wonderful. So thank you so much for, for taking the time to do that. Now, um, with regards to diseases, and, and I always say stress is the number one cause of disease and illness. I mean, it, yeah. it's very highly documented, right? So yeah. with regards to disease, um, what causes us to go into this from this I want to say ease process to this dis-ease process. Okay. Well, there is only one cause of disease in our bodies, and it's cell breakdown. Our bodies are made up of trillions of cells. So when they are all happy and they have everything that they need to function the beautiful way that they do, we have perfect health. However, we are constantly bombarded with toxins from the environment, toxic emotions, a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, poor quality of air, water, and food. And then we wonder why our bodies break down. And actually, we get angry with our bodies. It's like, how come are you breaking down? And this our body is saying, you don't give me what I need to function well, so why are you mad, (laughs) you know? It's like, how do you expect to run a Rolls Royce on water? I don't think it's going to work. Eventually, if it ever works, (laughs) it will rust all over, right? It'll be very expensive to fix. (laughs) Yes, and it's exactly the same thing with the body. It's a Rolls Royce, a Ferrari of magnitude, and we keep feeding it poor things that it does not understand as nutrients, and then we get mad. It's like, how come? You betrayed me. It's like, no, I did not, you know? So... um The disease process starts with the cell breaking down. When one cell breaks down, there are two things that happen. First, it communicates to the neighboring cells 
that there is a problem and it starts sending signals with static and that affects the cell, the neighboring cells. Second, when it replicates itself, it will do in a, in a damaged manner. So the cells that come from that diseased cell will also be diseased. And that's how all diseases start. And what does the cell need for proper function? It needs good water, mm-hmm. good nutrients, and good communication. And the good communication signals comes from not only what we nourish physically, but what we nourish emotionally. And emotions are a huge part of the disease process because they alter the chemical landscape of the body. And this has been documented by uh, Candice Burt in her pioneer work with molecules of emotion. Uh And uh, many other uh, uh, authors are talking about it. But the great thing about it, and this is more into the epigenetics uh, field with Dr. Bruce Lipton being one of the uh, more uh, prominent speakers about it, is that all cells will thrive if they are placed in a good environment. And that changes the whole conversation about genetics. Right. Because up until now, we believed that our genes were bad. We, you know, our parents gave us bad genes. Right. Parents. Right. That does not exist. We, we are more and more understanding the true nature of our bodies, which is energy. And from an energetic standpoint, as soon as you correct the energy deficit, the cell goes back to normal. And he has done studies and he's published that. He has several books. And also Dawson Church uh, uh, wrote... um, the gene, genie in the genes. So what all of this says is that even a diseased cell or group of cells that is placed in a proper healthy environment will become healthy, healthy again. So in English, that means <laughs> bring your, bring to yourself what it needs to function at its best. Right. Good air, good water, nourishing foods, and good emotions. And that's uh, when laughter, love, support from communities, rather than being the lone ranger, that's like, no, let's do this in a group. That's where these simple things that you do create a new environment for yourself. And more and more, we are coming to the conclusion that no disease stays as such forever if you change the environment. Right. And this is absolutely remarkable. Which It means you can reverse anything 
in your body as long as you give it the proper energy it needs. I think that's just absolutely phenomenal and exciting. I, I think you're right. I think it's, it's it's wonderful that you're talking about this for, you know, one, because some, so many people think they're pre-genetically pre, uh, genetic, pre, uh, predisposed disposed to a certain condition that a family member has had and then you see the people from that same family that don't get it and I really do think I, I like how we're you know going into this energy realm and saying you know they have done tests where they you show the water molecules and when they're exposed to different sounds and different vibrations yes. how they change and exactly. so that would make sense because we humans are you know 75 to 85 percent Water, and exactly. so if you change the energy composition of what's going on around us, mm-hmm. then your your cells pick up that vibration energy. And if you have good energy going on around you, then it's going to be beneficial to your cells. And if you don't, then of course you're going to have this other stuff that manifests. So I, I thank you for uh, enlightening on us, enlightening us with that. So now that we know this, is there a way we can reverse it? Yes, and that's when the tapping comes in because the tapping changes the energy along the meridian lines in your body. And the meridian lines were mapped out by the Chinese over 5,000 years ago. And basically tapping is uh, the merging of psychotherapy, acupuncture, and a few other things, except that you don't use the needles, which is a great thing, right? So you just use the the fingertips and tap lightly on a few points on your head, torso, and hands. And just by doing that, you are changing the energy, the vibrational energy on those points. And that affects the meridian lines, and that affects your whole body. And the meridian lines are uh, the lines in the body where chi or life force is distributed. So if there is static on these lines, the energy doesn't go through properly. And, you know, on top of this subtle thing, you also do the correction of your eating habits, your uh, drinking habits, and by that I mean drinking more water. And you can still drink, uh, you know, your red wine every now and then, but know that there are ways to counterbalance anything that you put in your body that may not be the highest possible vibration. There are also other tools that one can use to raise one's vibrations, like uh, grounding materials, you know, to get toxins out of the body and also to neutralize the frequency of computers and cell phones, which is a huge um, um, part of our daily life. And uh, by balancing these things, by harmonizing all of these dissonant energies, it's inevitable that one 
one's health will flourish. So tell us now, um, because it's a great time to move into the, you know, EFT or the tapping, and you mentioned, let, let's, let's just go back a bit. How about, tell us a little bit of the history of where tapping, you know, originated from. Okay. Uh, it started with Dr. Roger Callahan. He was a psychiatrist in California, and he was studying acupuncture and Chinese medicine because a few of his patients were not getting the results that he wanted or expected. And this is about 30 years ago. And uh, so for one of his patients that had this phobia about water, she was already his patient for several years and it wasn't getting any better. So he was already studying different methods and he asked her if she would uh, uh, allow him to just touch a couple of points on her face. The stomach meridian, it turned out, in in her body and see if that produced change. And it did. She agreed to it. He tapped under her eyes. And instantly, that phobia was gone. And, And he was totally astounded. It's like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Right. And so he started developing a protocol around it. But his protocol was very complex. So Gary Craig started using or studying with Dr. Roger Callahan about 25 years ago. And he learned the, the algorithm and then he simplified it. And that became what is now known as EFT or emotional freedom technique. The philosophy about EFT as um, stated by Gary Craig is that disruptions along the meridian lines create the patterns in our lives. Mm-hmm. And it's a valid proposition. It has helped me and many other, thousands of other people with his protocols, and I'm deeply grateful to it. And yet, in my search for easier and faster way of doing things, I came across Faster EFT, which was developed by Robert G. Smith. Uh And the philosophy behind Faster EFT by Robert Smith is that Everything we create is perfect because we are perfect creators. However, when we don't get the results we expect, it's because we are running bad programs that were downloaded uh, in our brains when we were young kids. So I like this approach better just because between having a disruption on my meridians or creating something poorly because of poor programming, I prefer to think of myself as <laughs> a great creator that ha- has not so great results because my program is default. 
right. at the vault. So I studied his uh, uh, method, and uh, I find it incredibly powerful. Plus, with faster EFT, you don't even need to know what the person is going through. You just address the internal representations that the person has. Mm-hmm. And just by going through that and just literally all you have to say is, I release and let go of this emotion. I let go of this emotion. The emotion could be fear, could be anger, could be rage, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Rather than having to figure out from a practitioner's perspective how to map the patient or the client's reality, which is how EFT works. It's more work, and it does work. It does work. So when someone... So when someone comes to you, and I, I'm sure this is in the bag of tools that you you give them to help them, you know, have a better life when they leave you or leave your office, mm-hmm. um, when they come to you, do you go through the process of um, teaching them about the various meridian planes, or do you just, um, you know, do you just show them that the proper way to quote unquote tap to release okay. whatever it is that, that that may come up for them. Well, if they have questions, I will always answer them for sure. But what I usually tell them is this is the fastest and shortest way for you to get rid of your problem. I will show you how to do it and we'll do this together. And in between sessions or appointments I ask you, I invite you to tap on yourself because the more you tap on yourself, the easier it is for us to address the bigger issues. Because as we go through life and certain experiences that seem unsavory happen, we tend to suppress them. It's like, uh, no, I don't want to go there. How many times have you said and have I said, don't even go there. Right, right. Right? Yeah. Well, there is where it's at. (laughs) (laughs) There is where you should go. Keep going, right, okay. Because unless you clean your closet, you can't put beautiful things in it. And that closet where these awful, that you, you label awful emotions are, that's where your power is. So, if you don't go there, you don't experience your power. And how sad is that? How sad is that? So, you know, go and revisit, but not, let me rephrase this, we will all revisit that closet sometime. Mm -hmm. Some of us are readier to do it sooner. Some of us have to wait a little longer. This is it. Right. So for the people who are ready to go and open the closet and see what's in there and just be done with it, that's the fastest way to do it. And, of course, to address these bigger issues, 
it's important to get the smaller issues out of the way. And, for example, I live in New York City, and here we depend on the subway for things. So if I'm running late and the train is late and I get aggravated, I tap right there and then because it's not my getting aggravated is not going to make the train come faster. Right. It's just going to create problems for me. Right. So with this understanding, and this is what I tell my patients, you go and everything that bothers you, you you cross the street and someone, someone looks at you the wrong way and you get annoyed, tap. Because it's never about the other person, it's about your reaction. And these are smaller chunks that you start cleaning up. And then once these smaller chunks are cleaned up, then you are really, really ready to face the the dark closets, you know. Right. <clears throat> and that's that's good because I think, you know, so many of us, we look for solutions uh, to help us, you know, immediately. And sometimes we don't get that, but it seems like with tapping, you if you go there, go to that place um, and allow um, it to be released, so to speak, through the tapping process, then that's a solution that you have with you all the time, you know, all the time. And, and it can be so beneficial uh, with helping you not get to the point where you have adrenal burnout. Absolutely. And this is so key and it's so powerful. I will just give you an example. Uh, a while back, uh, my best friend and I had um, had dinner together and uh, after dinner, her blood sugars got really crazy and she hadn't done anything quote unquote wrong and so I asked her um, she's a diabetic so she checks her blood sugar so I asked her if I tapped on myself for you because she was driving and uh, and she said so I started tapping at the end of dinner, her blood sugar had been about 270, 280, a really high number. She drove me home. That was a 20-minute tapping. When we got here, I asked her, would you mind checking your blood sugar again? It was 180 or something. It had dropped 100 points. Wow. In 20 minutes. Wow. She was floored. It's like, whoa, what happened? And I said, uh, is this not what it happens? And she said, no. For this kind of change to happen, it takes two to three hours and right. sometimes more. I was shocked. It's like, whoa. I mean, I know how powerful it is. Right. I've seen it again and again, but every time something like this happens, I get even more reinforcement of how powerful this is. Right. You know? And it was a 20-minute tapping that I did on myself on her behalf. Can you imagine how wow. powerful this stuff is? It's incredible. It almost is, it's almost amazing to me that <clears throat> some of these um, – quote, unquote, alternative methods 
are not utilized more in mainstreams because they have, you know, they have had profound effects on people that sort of speak, you know, dive outside of mainstream with regards to managing their health and wellness. And they've had incredible, you know, incredible benefits from, you know, these alternative things that, you know, traditional medicine kind of, you know, looks funny at. And it's like, how could you, if, if you're into caring for your patients, how could you not be open to other ways that may benefit them? Right, exactly. That's the question that I have, too. And to my great delight, more and more doctors, medical doctors, Mm -hmm. are beginning to at least be curious about it, you know, because um, Dr. Eric Robbins is one of them. He started, he's also in California, he's Mm -hmm. a urologist. He started practicing EFT with his patients, and now he's doing faster EFT. And he's only, you know, just the first of many and uh, the the first name that comes to my mind. But also when uh, Gary Craig uh, started uh, bringing EFT more out into the world, he went to the VA office, the Veteran uh, Administration office, Mm -hmm. and he did a study with a, a few, eight or ten of their worst case scenarios, people who had come back from Vietnam, had been on psychiatric treatment and drugs for over 30 years and still walked around with cocked guns. He did EFT, he and a group of EFT practitioners, alone for five days. At the end of five days, all of these men were over their depression things that had taken 30 years of psychiatric treatment and drugs. And there is a huge movement to bring uh, EFT to veterans, you know, and uh, there is, uh, even nowadays, there is a a very group, I learned very recently about a group of practitioners that are working with the families in Newtown, Connecticut, where Mm -hmm. this shooting happened. Right. And... uh, they are getting somewhere with it. It's it's a process. It does not happen overnight when you have that kind of magnitude, okay? Right. But it does work, and these families are beginning to mend their lives, not only the families in Newtown, but the families of these uh, veterans who are getting EFT care. So this is very exciting, and uh, it, it's um, it's so dear to my heart because with veterans, they went out to serve us. Right. They endured things that none of us will ever have the slightest idea right. of what they went through. And then they come back, and it's very hard to readapt to civilian life. Right. And... I think it's just so important to care for these men and women who gave their lives for the country. Right, right. I I, I totally agree with you with regards to to the veterans. Um, You know, it takes me, you know, you see a lot of stuff with, um, you know, with the Vietnam vets and stuff that came back. They go to serve the country and then they come back and they're treated 
you know, like less than citizens, which is really sad. And even though the veterans, um, you know, serving today and war, you know, in the Middle East and stuff, and a lot of Americans don't really believe it, they're serving for us because, you know, they're actually fighting in another country for another country. We just happen mm-hmm. to be there. But mm-hmm. that's not the point. The point is these people come back and they need some way to help relieve the stresses and the, you know, the post-traumatic stress that, that we have no clue about what they've right. experienced. And so something like EFT or faster EFT that actually can help them is, you know, something that needs to be disseminated out more uh, and let the veterans know that there there's help. And even though it may seem like it's a simple technique or a simple process, you know, try it because it could probably have profound benefits to you and help you through some of the tough times you're having at, you know, adjusting to civilian life. So it's, it's just beautiful. Now, we're getting we're getting close to the end here. And I did promise the listeners um that you would tell them more about your book. So you have a pub, you have you published the book yet? Well, actually from burned out to fired up is a, a free download on my website. Oh, so okay. It's a gift, you know, from me to them for visiting. And, uh, I, uh, that book is a compilation of many years of, um, uh, studying uh, different approaches to overcome my own adrenal burnout, I did not know what it was. Right. I had no clue. I had to go, you know, from zero to rebuilding my um, my adrenals and my immunity and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I used different methods, which I describe in the book. And uh, now with tapping it, makes it even easier. And I also have a couple of other books that are on Amazon. Tell us about them. Yes. Um, How to End Emotional Hunger, The Ultimate Weight Loss Solution, which I released uh, a while back, but the revised version was re-released earlier this month, Mm -hmm. and uh, it reached... uh, Number one and number two, number two and number three status on Amazon. So oh, great. great, yeah, great promotion. And um, then the other one that I have is um, Money Management, Management 101 uh, because nothing stresses us out more than money <laughs> challenges. Right. So the quick tips that I have to live in within one's budget and having a good life. And uh, the other one is an earlier book that I wrote while I was still practicing EFT, and that's Holiday Blues to Bliss in a New York Minute. It addresses the feelings of depression and hopelessness that many people face around the holidays. And that one also uh, has um, different tapping routines for different uh, emotions. So this is what I have published so far, and I'm working on two other books right now. One is almost done, and that's for um, uh, cat and dog owners. (laughs) (laughs) Which I 
actually I have both. I have two doggies and a cat. So Oh, I have the opposite. I have one doggy and two cats. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not only nutritional advice but also EFT and I, I have to shoot the video on how to do it. And uh I have used EFT for my pets for a very long time and with amazing results. They respond really well. Uh, also babies, you know, because they are so um, in the moment. Yeah. And uh, they respond really, really, really well. And so this is the, um, I don't know yet what to call. The working title is Easy Stress Solutions for Cat and Dog Owners, but it, it's going to be called something else. And then I'm working on another book on... Um, um, seasonal affective disorder or winter blues. Right. And how to uh, overcome it with a better diet and with tapping. So, Wow. So there you have it. We have Dr. Chris that has given us some tremendous information today. We've covered a little bit of, of everything from stress to adrenal burnout to EFT and the history of that um, to faster EFT, which is a technique that she utilizes with her clients now. And then she has all these fabulous books that are on Amazon, a number two, you know, selling book and a number three selling book in its category. Plus, you know, of who would who would not want to know more about money management because that is tremendous that does create tremendous stress for all of us. And then I can't wait to um for her to release the book about the for the doggy and cat lovers. Uh I you know, me being an uh, animal lover, it it just it brings a smile to my face that she's writing a book like that. So it's, that's great. So with regards to that, all of this information and how you can get in contact with her will be on the website um, of the show. But what I want to just have her real quickly tell us how, if any of you are listening, how you can get in contact with her personally if you want to you know, know more about her or get closer to her or even work with her. I'm, I'm sure that's possible. So tell us, how can um, the listeners get in contact with you personally? Oh, thank you for uh, this information, um, Rochelle. My website is easystresssolutions.com, so you can have my information there, or you can call me directly at 646-522-4391. Okay, there you have it. And again, you guys, her information will be on the website just in case you're driving or you know, you're listening to this and you can't. You can't write. Her information will be on the website for sure. And so because we're getting to the end of our show, I definitely want to just thank Dr. Chris for being a guest on the show today. She's been fabulous and really enlightened me more about um, just adrenal burnout and the EFT uh, tapping um, in the meridian lines and all that. I do practice Reiki, so I, I'm kind of familiar with, you know, the meridian planes within our body. Mm-hmm. But not with regards to tapping. So it's very educational for me. So thank you so much for being a fabulous guest. Oh, and thank you so much for the opportunity to be here with you in your beautiful show to serve not only you in any way that I can, but also your beautiful 
audience. So thank you so much, Rochelle. You have a blessed weekend. Thank you. You too. And you guys listening out there, thanks for listening and tuning in. I sincerely appreciate you listening uh, to the show today and every week. And with that, I'm just going to close up and say, I wish you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. May you go forth and live the life that you dream and you desire it, and may it be a blissful life. Take good care, everyone, and until next week, I will chat with you then. This is Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, and you have been listening to Blissful Living. Thanks again, and goodbye for now. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.